I was just checking some things on my telephone and I just saw it. Ah, and I said, what a message. I believe that we should hear this message on a modern Sunday. Modern Sundays where we have uh, mother, uh, ladies to be mothers and mothers in charge already. They are raising younger ones as well. No, I've always taught us on older women teaching the younger. You go to salon, you are doing your nails, your nails is painting out like then you carry your little one five years old. Fix her as well. Do the eyebrow. And this channel only. The church is trying, the soul is trying, everybody is trying. But you mother at home, you are just doing what you like. Giving your children the wrong food. Let him have ears. Yeah, what the story of God is saying. And I believe that when the sister sent to me, I said, I must lead to the old church. I have mind to be there. So whatever is yours, pick it and go home with it. It shall be well with us. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy Mother's Sunday anyway. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Amen. Don't let that thing just whip you a little bit, but don't worry. Don't worry. God is going to hold us, hold our back. Amen. The theme or the title before me this morning because I thought Apostle, as mother, I want to sit down to listen to Apostle too. But he said, uh, okay, tomorrow is Modern Sunday, you have to, okay. I have several messages that I've put down. I said, Lord, which one? And I can hear God say to me, the generation of God seeker. And you will all believe with me that the gener- women are mainly, if our men will allow me to say that, part of this generation. And they do great work. In ministry, we want to thank God for this joyous uh, celebration, Mothering Sunday. Before this time, when we entered into the year, you see all windows, Happy New Year, lovely flowers at the flower shop, people are buying cards. We are all joyful and joyous, and things are going on well with us. Then the next to, to the, we see again, we now see a Valentine. Start to see people happy, husband and wife, happy Valentine. Young ones to, 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 to be, to get married, happy Valentine, Valentine cards all over our street. When I move near the flower shop, I like to stand and be watching those beautiful flowers on the window. These people know how to do it well. And I want God to raise such people in the church. Amen. Some of you, when you entered here today, you know there is something happening from that door. I've asked them to give me the first women that came. That's your gift there. The first maybe five or six or eight, I don't know. That's your gift standing there. You could be during the service or after the service as the Lord will permit me to do. So we get to Valentine. People are exchanging cards. People are exchanging gifts. And the shops are booming. Never mind the COVID-19. That is really not letting us boom as we ought to do. Then comes Mother's Day. Then comes Easter and many, many others. Bank holidays and everything where we do all this thing. But thank God for the streets of England, for high streets that display all these things. Advertisement on the windows. Everything flash offs, like I said, sales everywhere. Thank God you can buy that shoe for mom, you can buy that earring for mom, you can buy. Like what I'm wearing now is my Mother's Day gift. You know, it's about a few weeks ago. Then I said, don't worry, you will see me. So if you are watching now, just see, this is my Mother's Day gift. I have to do that for that our mother. Sales everywhere. 
and we buy gifts and wrappers and everything. I believe that you all agree with me that mothers, if our men will let me say this, are real generation of God seekers. You have heard it, the generation of God seekers cannot follow all these things. What is that woman actually saying in that tape? Is she saying that we must not dress good? Is she saying that we must not wear makeup? Thank God that I see a lot of modesty and everything. But don't come up and show like a witch or winchy or whatever you call witch. You understand? Paul was asking, who bewitched you? Don't come up with eyelashes. A child people are getting married. Their eyelashes will fall the man of God that is preaching. What about the eyebrow? The eyebrow that they wear that day is different. It's, they stamp it. They be, the, the people that decorate them become architects or artists. That, but I will call architects because artists will do very good drawing. They are architects that come to build houses on your face or faces. Then you see people with short eyebrows. The eyebrow gets up to here. I laugh. Because I did cost- uh, cosmetology, uh, cosmetics in my, in, my, in, my, in my job. They teach you how to do makeup. So when I look at a lot of people making up, you are not making up. If I have to vet you, hmm? some of you fail, fail, fall down. Simple makeup. What about the, you know, he talked about the eyebrow. I don't even wear those anymore. I don't wear eyebrow anymore. Only lipstick, um, I don't wear um, eyeshadow. Only lipsticks and uh, eyebrow, little bit of dark lashes to bring my own eyelashes out. Don't stamp anything on your face. Then you look like an idol. This idol that we should run for. You are not meant to be like that. You are beautified by God's glory. So try and uh, it is not your makeup, you know. Because it's the way your face looks, and when you overdo it, it will show wrong, wrong design on your face. Like you wear clothes now, you over-design your clothes, you, you, it doesn't look pretty anymore. May the Lord help us. So you agree with me that women are the generation of God's seeker. Take us to the book of First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. The generation of God's seeker. You know this psalm, could you put it on the board? Psalm 24. How did I get this my topic? You know, sometimes, and this will help us as well. That's why when I'm leading you, I'm standing here, I want to pronounce the words so that you can hear and you can pronounce it and it can be meaningful to you. When you start to read that psalm, the earth is the Lord's. Do you admire it? Do you think it? But the earth is the lost. The funeral died off. God is, God is just looking. And he's saying, Girl, could you wait? Could you speak? Do you speak gently to me? Don't just come before me in an ugly manner. So when I read that psalm, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I'm thinking about the earth and the fullness. This is what God has used to beautify my life and put her around me. And the fullness, the world, and all that dwell therein. So everything is God's. He said, for he had founded it upon the seas. Then I'm looking at creation now. And established it upon the waters. 
I'm looking at creation now, Genesis chapter 1, in the midst of whiteness, there was light. And everything was taking shape. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands, these are part of what generation of those who seek the Lord possess. He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. These are part of the characteristics of the generation of those who seek the face of God. He will receive blessing. Do you read it that as I'm reading this psalm, the blessing of God is falling on me like this? He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication or righteousness from God of his salvation. Do you read it like that and you meditate? That is how it's supposed to be read. This is the generation of them that seek him. This is the generation. When I get to this side of the psalm, I pass again. Generation, so I belong to this generation. Of those that seek him, that seek the face of God of Jacob. I didn't go straight to No, 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 no. Salah. So pause and think of what you have been reading from beginning to that place. So the generation of God's seeker, that is where this theme is coming from. One thing we need to know about this generation is that we are not our own. About this generation of God's seeker, we are not our own. We belong to God. We are special before God. Hence he says, as generation of God's seeker, we are chosen people. We are specially baked and specially chosen. You did not choose yourself. God just saw it good and just chose you, like myself. A generation of those who seek God. I did, my parents did not seek God like that. They, they, they believed in God, but I think they don't know God. They, go, they, they uh, uh, celebrate all Christmas, everything, but they don't go to church. But I know that God specially loved me from my youthful age. Maybe let me say age five, as I could remember. I follow my neighbors to church. I love going to church. But blessed memory, God bless my mom. My mom will buy me heart, he will buy me everything to go to church, give me offering to go to church. That's why you see my heart, my heart cries out for younger ones here. Charlie people that their parents don't come to church, but they still try to come. And that is why I started as a young girl. But God so much loved me. He knew ahead of me that this is what is going to be of me. A chosen people, generation of God seeker. We are royal priesthood, generation of God seeker. A holy nation, generation of God seeker. Holy. That's why I play that thing. A people belonging to God. You are not your own. You are not of this world. I'm talking to women. Amen. Put a lot of women here. Things will go well, and after a time, mm, 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 to be shaking, because one or two will be bringing out different kinds of. Uh, Attitude and characters. Not this world. You are not of this world. Therefore, you cannot behave like the world. As that woman has said. Though we live in this world, we must know that we are only passing through it to our destination, which is heaven. 
Can I ask you, are you still on this hallelujah train that is taking us to heaven? Some are coming off at every station, but God wants you to be in this train. And uh, your bus stop, your, you know when you enter this, uh, what do you call it at the airport, that is taking you to another, yeah, they, they tell you that uh, uh, wing or whatever, uh, eh? short, uh, <laughs> short two bus, yeah, short two train or short two bus, that's how you call it. So when you take BA, it will not take you from one terminal to the other terminal, until you get to your own terminal, because if you get on the wrong terminal, you might miss your flight. So many have missed flight today. But you are hearing this on a modern Sunday so that you be you stay put on that train until you hear heaven. Then you come down. We are people made in God's image to declare the praises of Him. We are not made to declare the praises of idols, idols in form of man that we watch on the television and that is what makes us up. That is what makes us crazy to do whatever we're doing. Or idols man-made. One of the scriptures we'll be looking into, Luke 8, 1 to 3, if time permits. We are people called out of this dark world into his wonderful light. Generation of God's seeker. A people that have received God's mercy. And that we see in that book of Matthew when he start to talk about the, uh, uh, um, our ancestors, ancestors, Matthew 1, 1 to 17. We are from the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of God of Jacob. We are from the generation of those who seek the face of God. Generation of Apostle Williams, the man of God that God has put, put in of this house. We are following the generation. He came from a generation of those who seek the face of God. That's why sometimes we tell you, I'm born again from the womb. Because prayer is too much. I'm not surprised when you see him pray. And that Psalm 24 verse 6 can be can relate can be related to Matthew chapter 1, 1 to 17. This is also Jesus' generation, which Matthew traced. From Jesus' descendant, or from Abraham, from Jesus' descendant, uh, from Abraham's descendant to to Jesus' time. He emphasized that Jesus is the son of David. I'm not surprised. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. And mercy comes automatically. That is the generation that... Matthew clarified this origin that this generation did not begin with Joseph and Mary. Before Joseph and Mary were mentioned towards that Matthew chapter 1, you see that all the generations, people in that generation of Jesus' generation were mentioned. He just gave us the long list of Jesus' ancestors and how Jesus was the son of David, the son of Abraham. Can I now say something to us about these four women that came up in these uh, Jesus' ancestors? Not the four women, and their names were listed. 
in this family, in this family tree. According to Matthew's report, Tamar was mentioned. According to Matthew's report, Rahab was mentioned. According to uh, uh, Matthew's report, Ruth was mentioned in that Matthew. I'm talking about generation of those who seek the face of God. Uriah's wife was also mentioned. When you look at that Matthew chapter 1, 12 to 13, you see all these people. Matthew 1, 1 to 6. A record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David. The son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. I'm talking about generation of God's seeker. Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah, the father of Perez and Zerah. Whose mother was Tamar? You hear, I've told you about Tamar. There's no time to do that. I'm just going to bring these things and another time I come and teach accordingly. But just to go to the real fact. Perez, the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Aminadab. Aminadab, the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed. This is now going to the lineage of Ruth. Whose mother was Ruth? Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon. These are generations of God's seeker. Because your generation of God's seeker does not mean that something will not happen in this line. All these people that were mentioned, there are people that have K legs in their attitude, character, and everything. So when you belong to this generation where we are talking about God's seeker, uh, seeker, make sure that you represent God well. Your father is serving God, your mother is serving God. You don't want to come like a catalyst. And then you are doing what you like. It's not anywhere. As generation of God seeker, you must follow the protocol. David was part of this family. Look, when you look at uh, 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 um, David, David did something wrong, Caleb, but Solomon, look at Solomon. Many wives, what they don't do in this generation is what David, uh, Solomon brought. Whose mother had been Uriah's wife? There are four women in the list. When you get to read that Matthew 1 again, because sometimes it's boring when you are reading the father of days. No, no, no. When you take time to read it, it's not boring. Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Uriah's wife. It was not usual to put the names of women in family lists like that. No. In those days when they write, women are not counted. But these women were counted, why? So that on a mothering Sunday like this, we can teach it to us. And then we can look at it and look at what we are are failing. Think, oh Lord. Please, could you come and set up the alarm? (laughs) But Jesus showed that Women are important. So why do we celebrate Mothering Sunday? 
Because we are important before God. Amen. Why we celebrate Mothering Sunday? So that we can bring ourselves back to basis. Because I'm going to talk about these four women. Tamar in that verse 3, Rahab verse 5, Ruth verse 5, and Uriah's wife whose name was Bethsheda, verse 6. These four women had little, some of that, little bit of bad lifestyle. So if you find yourself or the type of life that you are living, if you find it as I'm going to mention this bad lifestyle, make sure that you take something from here today. Tamar committed adultery with his father-in-law. This was only because she just wanted to have a child when the husband died. This son continues his father's family name. Judah had broken the law. There are many people today that break the law. You have heard this woman. All these things that this woman spoke about are things that entice us to the world and we make ourselves, we put ourselves in a position where we are no more respected because of the way we look. May God help us. Tamar committed adultery with his father-in-law. Genesis 38. Write it down. Homework. When you get home today, go and read about it. This was the only way that she could have a son. This son will continue his father's family name. Judah had broken the law. Judah that knew the right thing to do. We have many Judas in the body of Christ today. May we learn from this man so that we don't do wrong things. He should have arranged for Tamar to marry one of his other sons. Judah saw that Tamar is right. In that 38, 26. Rahab, talking about generation of God seeker. You remember what happened when he hid uh, the, 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 the two spies? When he hid them, he was able to tell them, look, this nation is shaking because we have heard of you. But thank God for what she did, that made her belong to this family today. Told the people where you came all the secrets of that nation to these two spies. And he said to them, when you come back to now act, remember me. Then he puts, yeah, describe what she's going to do, the red handkerchief he put on her window. So that when uh, destruction come, he was not added. That is what the blood of Jesus does to us. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, in a family of 10 or 12, if you had my parents, I decided to, to come out. And I'm happy that all my families are born again today. Because Jesus is with me. Another woman that talks about the generation of God's seeker there, Bathsheba, or Bathsheba, committed adultery with David before she became his wife. Second Samuel chapter 11 and 12. Matthew like us, would like us to understand that as the generation of God's seeker, we must do his work. 
We are chosen people. As generation of God seeker, we must do His work because night cometh. According to that uh, book of uh, John, chapter 9, verse 4, where no man will be able to walk. Let's not use COVID as excuses. Can do His work by sending all the messages all over. As many as you can send to your friends and families. The prayer time, you can send it to people. We must still do the work. If not, many people will be falling a prey to the devil. So that is what we, are, we, we should do as women of God. The same work that Jesus did by reflecting, that is, we have to reflect Jesus even as normal person, like that woman said, as you reflect Jesus, you must not look like a, a, a masquerade. In this year of light, you must refer, reflect Jesus to the world. Night comet where no man can walk. Jesus came to rescue the perishing. People who have done bad things, sinners. You must make sure like he did with that uh, tax collector. And that's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17 to 21 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. It is women I'm talking to us. Women love the Lord. We carry the message. In the Bible, when you read about women, the ones that follow Jesus, they do everything. Their money, everything, they used to follow God. Their time, they used to follow. They don't waste time talking to women. They don't let children distract them. Because some of the things I'm hearing recently because of COVID, people don't be, hey, my child ran off and now. It's not an excuse. No more excuse. You have the invisible nature of God. You have the power of God to control, to help your children. Hmm. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a great example. Everywhere that Mary goes, Mary, Mary will take the children. We have big church now. It's not that we have small church. People, uh, um, uh, television is outside there. You can walk your children. You can... God, I gave you children, and you don't bring them to church. They must know. I don't have people to take me to church. That's what I'm telling you. But they encourage me, and I thank God that they later on came to church. So if you don't let your children come to church, don't you know that what we do, exercising, you only top and tail. Or you both die. We do respect to the Englishman. You top and tail, and you sit down at home and say, well, what your, your children don't know what it takes to, to dress up. Tell when they are getting to that age of reason to dress up and follow mom to church, they don't know. They only know how to watch television. I tell you, once they leave you at that time, the only thing they want to do is to watch television. They don't. They only top and tail. Can't wake up Sunday morning. There, it's part of the activity. We are not saying that you should do it. You know, even thank God for lockdown. No Wednesday. So it's an opportunity to talk to women. So if you find yourself in this circle I'm talking about, you have no excuse. You need to bring your children up in the will of the Lord, like Mary did with Jesus. That's why I got to a time when they got to that place. They, 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 it was, it was, they were looking for Jesus. They went everywhere and said, Do you not know that I have to do my father's business? It is a child that is trained that way. 
If you don't train them that way, when they not get married, they stay put at home. Because <laughs> who takes the blame? May you go and beg for forgiveness. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Let's look at Ruth, who is part of the generation of God's seeker. She was a widow, a Moabite, a type of this world, but God born again through a good mother-in-law. Are you mother-in-law? How are you handling situation about yourself, about your family? Stay put at home. Your children too are staying put at home. May God help you. A type of this, this world, this woman Naomi must a widow. She did not sit down and be mourning and say, I'm a widow. I'm a this, I'm a that. No. We have such widows here. Always ready for action for the Lord. And God is blessing them in our real eyes. We are seeing them. They prosper in their business, anything that they're doing. Ruth who followed Naomi until she fulfills her destiny. That her destiny to be fulfilled. You must follow your own Naomi. We have a lot of them in the church here. And I put myself as well in Naomi. But sometimes it's very harsh. God is training me to know how to help you people. Because I will tell you the truth and sometimes the truth bites. Let's look at the uh, Luke chapter 8, 1 to 3 women. I'm talking about generation of those who seek the face of God. Some of these women are from the world. They are dirty. They have different, diverse situations in their life. But once they were transferred into the kingdom of God, their lifestyle changed. They used everything to serve the Lord. Luke 8, 1 to 3. Say, after this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. That is all what Jesus was doing. The twelve were with him. That is the twelve disciples. And also some women who had been cured of evil spirits, some of and diseases. Some women with issues in their lives. But when they saw what God, a lot of us have issues. And when God now helps us to solve our issues, then you, stay, you, you relax. <laughs> the kingdom of God is not only eating and drinking, making friends. That's not what the kingdom of God is all about. It's about Jesus saving lives. And more souls coming into the kingdom to join us on the Hallelujah train. And also some women that were cured of evil diseases. You know, prostitution, it can be demon, they can, you can be demon-possessed and you are prostituting and doing a lot of all these bad, bad things. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. That is the demon that torments me, doesn't know. A lot of people, thank God we are in a church like this that we have to help you and encourage you. People are in prostitution, they don't know. People that God has delivered and done, when they get to church, that attitude does not leave them. That's why we have to teach it all the time. And I thank God for this church, that we are wonderful people of God. Joanna, the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household. These are great people that were following Jesus as women. Susanna and many others. May we not be part of the many others, because those many others are the ones that one leg in, one leg out. They are the ones they call many others. They didn't mention their name. God help us so that our name will be mentioned when we get to heaven. 
These women were helping to support them out of their own means. They are not lazy about, they support the work of ministry. They support the husband. Somebody that keeps the king's wardrobe. When the king, when the king needs to wear a, a clothes, he's going to look at the best one for the king to, 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 to wear. Hmm. What can I tell you today? Those who follow Jesus and seek him, they always find him. Hallelujah. There's a songwriter that says, Oh, the Lord that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. There are many stanzas to this song. When we have time, my brother Mada and Amodu, they will practice it and come and sing it for us. It's a powerful song. Hallelujah. Luke 24, 1 to 20, and Matthew 28. Jesus is risen. Uh, Jesus is risen. And he is no more in the grave. This talks about Jesus coming out of the grave on the third day. Because we'll soon get to Easter shortly. As he made himself alive to his disciples. Guess what? The women were the ones sent. To even go and remind the men because the men were fearful. Talking about generation of those who seek the face of God. When Jesus was buried, came out of the grave and made himself alive to the disciples. Acts chapter 1, uh, yes, Acts chapter 1, I think, uh, one of the verse 3 said, Jesus showed himself alive to the disciples before ascension. He makes himself alive to us today and we will experience signs and wonders when he made himself when he showed himself alive i pray that god himself will show himself alive to us as generation of those who seek his face when god shows himself alive to us put it in the head he said after his suffering he showed himself alive to these men and gave many convincing proof that he was alive. Some people were still doubting, like some are doubting today. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. And that matter, he began to prepare them. These are the things I've told you before, but they've forgotten. May we not forget the scriptures. In an instance, in this same Matthew 24, Jesus had to open the eyes of two of his disciples on the way to Emmaus. He showed himself alive. Jesus will show himself alive to every mother that is seated here hearing my voice this afternoon. He showed himself alive to his disciples and breathed on them. In that Acts 1, 3. And guess what happened in that 7 to 11? I'm not going to read it. When you get to read that Acts, Acts of the Apostle 3, then 7 to 11. When Jesus showed himself alive to the disciples, he started teaching them again. There is a knowing that came. He now tells them, prepare yourself to receive the Holy Ghost. <laughs> when Jesus showed himself alive in your life, I'm talking to women, hallelujah, your marriage will never be the same. When Jesus showed himself in your life, guess what? Promotion upon promotion. 
When Jesus saw himself alive in your life, then you know that woman that we are talking about. You will be that woman that built a home. You will not be the foolish one that tears it up. Because Jesus has shown up in your life. May he show up in our lives in the name of Jesus. This is my prayer for us on this Mother's Sunday. That Jesus will show himself alive. There is a song I used to listen to in a process car, but I, I put my own this way. God is moving by His Spirit, moving in all the earth. Signs and wonders when God is moving. Signs and wonders when God is moving. Move. Or show yourself a life in me. Move, oh Lord, in me. Jesus will show himself a life again. When Jesus shows himself a life in your life, he begins to start to teach you things that you need to know. Signs and wonders when God is moving. Move, oh Lord, in me. When he shows himself alive to us, then we can go out, out there into the world to share the news of his resurrection as we are approaching Easter. And I prepare you for Easter. As I'm speaking, God had already shown himself alive in you. As I'm speaking, he had already shown, Jesus is the one teaching through me, he had already shown himself alive. As I conclude this morning, God showed himself alive to his disciples. They received Holy Ghost, things turned around in their lives, they spoke in tongues, and before I have to leave them again. I just want to quickly look at the, that's one of the scriptures in that uh, chapter 24. When Jesus showed himself alive, to the disciple at the tomb, he sent them. And guess who Jesus sent? He sent the women to the other disciples. Jesus showed himself alive. You know, women have gone there. You know, I said, we are a generation of God seeker. Hallelujah. Jesus has died. They knew that uh, he's going to rise again. So they went to the tomb to see where they've lived, to put perfume, to really. That's, that's, that's who we are, women. We are caring. We are helpers. Hallelujah. But when they were caring and doing the looking for Jesus and everything, Jesus showed himself alive. And he said, look, I'm sending you. Go, go into all the world and make disciples. As Jesus has shown himself alive, as I'm speaking to you, because I believe he has shown himself alive in my life. Let's go and preach because, oh, there is COVID-19. We can't walk on the street of London. No, there are ways. You can send tapes. Apostles preaching. You can have it as a duty to be sending it and be praying along with people. Jesus will move in our life again. In the name of Jesus. Let me quickly read that uh, um, chapter 24 of Matthew as I round up this morning. Matthew 24 I will not be able to go to 28 but when you get home read that 28 
one of the verses here I thought I wrote it down when he went to the when he sent them to, to his disciples he said go tell the other disciples that I'm alive I'm alive you have seen me and when these women got to the disciples guess what they said they said their word they are speaking rubbish I couldn't get it now but when you get home look at that place when Jesus makes himself alive in you he takes away every pride that is what I'm going to talk about takes away every pride when you now show yourself to show the picture of yourself to you you will know what to do when Jesus shows himself alive in you you'll be able to humble yourself you want to be that new creation again you want to be that woman that we are talking about that, that, that reflects God's glory in various ways you want to be that young star that young lady that is coming up with a great achievement and a great character because when he showed himself alive in the in the to the women he said they should go and tell the disciples but when they got to the disciples the disciples says they are speaking nonsense i want to because i want to get that yes thank you so much it was mary magdalene remember we studied about mary magdalene demons was taken from this woman an adulterer she's everything we don't know all the kind of demon that is demon of stubbornness can i mention the demons to you there are a lot of demons that worry women demon of pride demon of i don't care attitude all those things must come down in this meeting before you leave this place today i don't care attitude it was mary magdalene she she does this anyhow when they say who mary magdalene ah she's like that eh? mary magdalene ah she's like that may you not be such in the name of jesus it was mary magdalene joanna mary the mother of james and the others with them who told this to the apostles but they did not believe the women because their words seemed to be like nonsense Their words seem to be. Guess what? Maybe you have been demon, uh, uh, whatever demon has taken over. Different kinds of demon to you. I've not seen one, but we can see it in your attitude. We can see it in your character. You want to throw away that cloth now and cover with the Holy Spirit. Say, so, but they did not believe the women because their words seem to be like nonsense. But go now; they will believe you because you have removed those scales from your eyes they will believe your message because when you are preaching they say, ah, ah, is it, eh? you know when what my mom said when he came to england he said i wish this church is in nigeria all the ones that go to church there they keep malice because she, she doesn't go to church but she can't keep malice he said i wish this is your church everybody is bubbling like this ah, i wish this is your church is in nigeria i said there are churches in nigeria that are like this church you don't have to wait but I make sure that she really got born again here. Because to her, it's her business. She believes so much in her business. I said, no, you have to go. She believes, ah, he said, people, no, don't wait until I start a church in Nigeria. But thank God, before she left, she gave her life to Christ. Full life to Christ. Make sure that you let her through the uh, uh, sinner's prayers and everything. 
and we make sure that people are visiting and talking to her about Jesus. The thoughts, they are speaking rubbish, but Jesus made himself alive to them. Made himself alive to the two disciples on the way to Emmaus. To his disciples and breathe on them to receive the Holy Spirit. When Jesus makes himself alive to you, we breathe on you, your life will never remain the same again. And that is what I see Jesus do in this meeting today. Changing and changing and changing and changing and wearing us good clothes. Therefore, I conclude. I wanted to speak about this Exodus as well, but about the two midwives. Just put that as part of your notes. Those midwives, I know that Jesus would have made himself alive to them. In that book of John chapter 9, they neither this man, when this, some of these disciples came to be asking Jesus' question, the blind man. From verse 6, he said, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him. I'm talking to women now. As long as it is still day, you are still young. There are some, when you start to get to some age, let me not mention this age. To work sometimes is a problem. Can't wear those heels anymore? I'm talking to you women. Those heels become burden. <laughs> this is your daytime. Wear those heels well. But make sure that as you are wearing the heels, you are carrying Jesus with you. Because there will be a time when you can't wear the heels anymore. You have to wear, if you look at me, I'm not saying that I still want to wear my heels because I grace myself in heels. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> a time will come that it's only slippers you want to hear, wear. You cannot grace yourself in those things. That's why when I see people running this here, I say, God, you don't want to get to that side. Say, as long as it, as it is still day, it is daytime. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 talks about this. Remember the Lord your God in the days of your youth, when evil day has not come. Our life, in that Ecclesiastes chapter 12 said, our life is like chandelier. As you see, like, you see that rope on that chandelier? Is there? Once that rope cut off, <laughs> those beautiful glass um, uh, crystal thing will fall. That ends the life. He said it. He said when the silver cord is not broken yet, that is how our life is. Women, I'm telling you, when those wrinkles have not come, when you don't dye your hair anymore, you just think that somebody come and put uh, some sheep wool on your head. <laughs> Let's remember the Lord. Night time, time of death as well. I don't want to scare you, but night time is time of death. Where you cannot say, we say you finish your work, you have to pack your load and go. I mean, how many of you will travel to America when you are living in London and you say you don't want to come back home? You have a problem. While I am in the world, I am light of the world. Let's reflect that light with Jesus. As Jesus went on, from there he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me. He told him, and Matthew got up. This is the work we should be doing now. Save more soul for the, for the kingdom. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners. Lockdown will soon be over. Let's invite people, unbelievers. Meet them in restaurant. Find a way to discuss Jesus with them. 
If not for this lockdown, we would have been in booked our restaurants. You know, some of us we are not going to stay at home today. Some mothers we cook, they like to trouble themselves. We have booked our restaurants and go out and eat. But this lockdown did not allow it. But we are still going to enjoy ourselves anyway. Then the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need doctor, but the sick. Women, you must know today, there are people that are sick in their minds. There are people that are physically sick. You can see it all about them. They're sick. God wants us to restore such people. But go and learn what this means means I desire mercy not sacrifice for I have not come to call the righteous but sinners hallelujah that's the reason why Jesus came and for this reason we must walk while it is day and do the work of ministry like look eight women let's have our head bowed and our eyes closed at this time I want us to speak to the Lord speak to the Lord tell the Lord about yourself God is the one. Is the, we belong to the generation of those who seek the face of God. We are a generation of God seeker. Tell the Lord. I've laid the table now. Now begin to see where you have gotten it wrong. And tell the Lord, as the generation of God seeker, I read it to you. We are holy people. We are chosen people. We are chosen generation. Hallelujah. We are royal priesthood. We are holy nation. We are people belonging to God. Maybe you have decided because of your troubled heart or troubled spirit not to belong to God anymore. Begin to talk to God. He will restore you. Hallelujah. We are people that are made in God's own image to declare His praises. We are supposed to to be everywhere talking about Jesus. The woman at the well spoke about Jesus. And the people said, look, we don't need to see Jesus. We did not believe before, but we believe because of this woman's testimony. Can people say that about you? About the testimony we hear about you? Or we hear different testimony as women? A people call out of darkness to his wonderful kingdom of light. A people that have received God's mercy. Talk about those four people mentioned in the book of Genesis. Ruth was there. Tamar was there. Rahab was there. Uriah's wife, who later became the wife of David, was there. They had a good testimony. Look at Ruth. The moment he saw the element of the good character of her mother-in-law, she decided to follow. We, as the older women... May the Lord help us to teach the younger so that they can move on swiftly, even when we are gone. I can make, refer- I can make, I can make reference to my mother-in-law. I can make reference to my mother, you know, in other things until he got born again. Everything you see me do, part of my mother, part of my mother-in-law, part of the women of God that I was attracted to they by themselves called me that they want to train me because of my character yes I'm trying to, I'm the lizard when a lizard falls down from the palm tree which is my proverb he will relax and say not I try, I try for the generation 
of this our generation, I can say I try, I try. And may the Lord continue to encourage me to guide you and take you along as I continue to do the work of ministry. You can look at your own generation. Maybe you are born into Christ. Your family are Christians, your father, your mother, the Christians. They raise you in a godly way. You want to continue with that. You don't want to just throw them aside. You want to make sure that this generation that you belong to, when we start to write your, for record purposes, we know your record. One thing I like about the scripture, they write records. Of us, so that everything is united. And they can know that this one is a child of God. Speak to God this morning. And I believe God himself, with all these words that are spoken to you, we guide you, we help you, we help you to be that woman that God wants you to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, you want to pray this throughout today and as God will continue to remind you. That's Acts chapter 1, um, verse 3. And in the, somewhere in the book of Matthew 20, uh, Luke 24, one of the verses there, Jesus made himself alive again, showed himself alive. Tell Jesus, show yourself alive to me again. I want to feel you. I want, I, I, want to, I, I want to follow your leading. I want to do your will as a woman of God. I want to be the best woman for my husband. As a woman of God, I want to be the best woman for my family, for my dad, for my mom. I want to be the best woman. I don't want to deceive myself and spoil my life. Lord, help me. Show yourself alive to me. Very simple statement. And when he show himself alive to you, your life will not remain the same. May the Lord bless his words today. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord as I call the man of God apostle. Put your hands together for the Lord. Stay in the altar.